Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And just like that, we're back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Dawn is helping us out for all three hours today. Um, hello. Thank you. Uh, I want to get to the story about Hayden Panettiere. Panettiere. Yeah, um, right. yeah it's, just, it's just a very awkward pronunciation there panettiere panettiere okay so i know her mostly from nashville i know she did some movies before that she also what was the other show she was heroes heroes Heroes, that's right i think she's a really good actress i loved her in nashville oh she was so great she was the budding superstar but she was also kind of nasty yeah Um, yeah she you love to hate her character right exactly so Hayden was keeping a dark secret during that show's run. She had an addiction to alcohol and opioids. And she did an interview with people and told them that as early as age 15, she was taking quote unquote happy pills that were given to her by her handlers. She said that having steady work, though, First on Heroes, like you said, I think she was 16 then. And then on Nashville, really kept her from hitting rock bottom because her saving grace was that she couldn't be messy while on set and while working. But things got progressively worse. Nashville ended in 2018, and things had gotten so bad after that that she had to send her daughter, Kaya, to live with her ex-husband in Ukraine uh, he's a Vladimir Klitschko. Yeah, boxer. he's a boxer. Um, she said it was the hardest thing she ever had to do, but she wanted to be a good mom to her. And sometimes that means letting go. Eventually, she was hospitalized for jaundice because her liver was so damaged. And then not long after that, she entered rehab and she ended up staying in rehab for eight months. Whoa. That is a long time to be in rehab. She's now 32. She's been clean since rehab. I don't know what year that was, but she's been doing charity work uh, for families in Ukraine. And then she's going to be in Scream 6 coming up as Kirby Reed. Damn. Good for her. She should name me. To take the time away. Of the people giving her drugs when she's a teenager. Oh my gosh, when she's a teenager. Can you imagine? That, That is so damaging oh my and and when you associate it with 
here when we go out on the red carpet. It'll make you more talkative and stuff like that. Yes. Then it just creates this dependence, this emotional connection to, oh, well, when I, and then they told me that I did well that night or my interviews played well on TV the next day. So I need more of that. Yeah. So I can continue doing that. You know, do you remember the storyline in Nashville? She did have kind of a a, a pill addiction. Then she suffered postpartum, Mm -hmm. which she really did in real life. She was very vocal about that. And yeah, so a lot of that hit close to home for her. But I'm glad she's doing well because I really like her. I think she's a, a promising, you know, star. She could be a movie star. Oh, for sure. Yeah, she's great. Well, I'd like to see a Nashville reboot, but I think they killed everybody off in Nashville. I never finished the last season. Should I go back? What season was that? Six? I'll have to Google it. Because it went from ABC and then the final season or two? CMT, right? I thought it started on CMT. It started on ABC. And then I think I lost my CMT with my cable package. Oh, Donna. I know, right? And who's the name of the male actor who was in Nashville? Chip Esten. Chip Esten. Great. Yes. Great. He's fantastic. Love Chip Esten. Me too. And then Connie Britton, of course. Connie God, Britton. love Connie Britton. Don't She's even so get me good. started. Everything she, is... she does is so good. Yes. She is so good. So stinking good. I just saw her in something, too, where she was playing a different type of character. Mm. She and uh, Kyle Chandler in Friday Night Lights, one of the best on-screen couples of all time. If you were ranking on-screen couples... I love Kyle Chandler. They're right up there, man. I have... um, He's a babe. I have poll news from the... We're trying to figure out the State Fair shirt. Yeah, sure. And I have an update on the poll, which was put out 21 minutes ago. Poll question for you. For a shirt our radio show is designing for the State Fair, which shirt would you wear? It would say either, you're my best friend, (laughs) or thanks for asking. We have uh, just about 335 votes in so far. Okay. 70% thanks for asking. No way. Okay. Yeah. So, this so is good really to do positive. this poll because we have, I mean, I we wouldn't have any idea what people would want. I, me either. The poll question on Instagram, the poll feature on Instagram stories or on Twitter or on Facebook, just a poll is so great. You get this instant feedback. Yeah. I was working with some people recently and we we're like, oh, let's do a giveaway. What should we do? And at the table, there were three different ideas. And then I put out the three things and said, which would you rather win? This, this, or this? And I think we got about, no kidding, within 24 hours, about 5,000 responses. And then we were like, okay, let's go with this. It's just like the free focus group. It's wonderful. Yeah, I concur. I think we'll go with thanks for asking. All right. A separate conversation about the design. Okay. But that's to be handled off air. All right. I kind of like the idea of the microphone in there because I don't know how I feel about the microphone. I it feel... feels like a little clip art. Okay, but it won't be that microphone. We'll do a different one. Eleven, eleven, make a wish. I'm a fan of just <laughs> words without any explanation on a shirt, but maybe that's that's just me. Like if it said "thanks for asking," I would have "thanks for asking" three lines, caps lock, bold print, printed. And I would do the opposite. I would have all lowercase. Hard to read. 
Why? I just like it. I like Lower the way it looks. And I would do it in old timey. Sounds like you're apologizing. You don't want it to be hard to read at all, though. You want it to be very easy to read from afar. You don't well, want it to. It, it could be a 16 point font. It's just lowercase letters. Not. I'm not talking about I, the size. Do you want me to add to a poll here? I just do like, you want the writing? Next question. Just, do you want the writing to be caps lock or all lowercase? I just like an old timey typewriter, like old type. English. Yeah, like old. <laughs> like well, what people get tattooed, like their last name on their back. Mm. I'm not quite sure. Okay. Let's just do it in like Korean characters. Oh, oh. yes. Now you know, K-pop, and it's a K-pop shirt, essentially. Yes. Ours is yes. actually the most progressive shirt, if you're really thinking about it. <laughs> okay. Somebody sent me a message in Korean, so I copied it and then tri- put it into put a translator. Put it in Google Translate? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's fun. Sweet. All right, uh, When we come back, we'll get into a couple of studies. Uh, that coming up before um, Throwback Thursday Music Trivia, oh, 90s right. edition. Okay. Today, no, uh, but when we come back, it's so bad. Why do you do that to me? I thought this was good for you. Nineties is hard. What is it? Only eighties and only country. Yes. Okay, fine. We'll do nineties. <laughs> when we come back, find out how many times you insult yourself per year. It's depressing. That next on my talk. Good morning. Welcome back. You're locked into the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071 Where talk is fun. And where being hangry is real. Studies have shown that medic- studies have shown that the microbial. Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. All right, I wanted to start with this study because I have a feeling Steve is going to have a lot to say about the next study. I don't know why I feel that way, but I just I have a feeling. So, you know, sometimes we know that a thing exists, but it takes science a little while to catch up. Science. Like this new study just Mm -hmm. came out. And it's the first to prove that being hangry is really a thing. For three weeks, 64 people used an app to track their emotions and how hungry they felt. And it showed that not eating really does make us mad. Yes. When people were craving food, they were 34% angrier and 37% more more irritable. And they also took 38% uh, less pleasure in whatever it was that they may have been doing. I, yes, 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 this is true. So, and this is the first study that looks at Uh, how this affects us in the real world because I think every other study so far was done like in a lab setting and the team behind it says it's important to avoid those situations because your hanger won't necessarily go away once you eat feeling hangry for even a day can affect your overall mood and leave you in um, like a little bit of a rut for days Hmm. so everybody make sure you eat Thank you. I had some dots this morning. Dots! Okay, can I, let me talk to you about that, okay? Because I have a sure. friend who does this. She'll go, Candy. I'm really hungry. I'm going to have some hot tamales. And I'll go, how does that make you less hungry? It's just like sugar. Hung, yeah. For hunger, you need, you need protein, right? That's protein the key. does help to, yes, satisfy 
hunger for a longer period of time. Yeah, Carbs has like the shortest, like it fills you up the shortest, I think, yes. with the, in terms of quenching hunger. Yeah, all it does is spike your it's insulin. Like, it's like making out with somebody versus having to start a relationship. You know, that's yes. what candy is. Candy is like, let me just walk over to you and just lay one on you and <laughs> really, really get the feeling of how sexy this is. Yeah. Yeah. You're not and doing anything for your body as far as curbing. <laughs> your a hunger. balanced meal of like protein, fat, fat and carbs all in the right proportion is more, you know, like a like a marriage that's been yeah. around for a while. Herb right. and Linda. I got to tell you what I'm back down uh, back down with Linda's the chicken <laughs> Linda because herb is the herbs <laughs> uh, herb is the herb herbs oh, the herb. I am like really I go through these phases with food and texture so I went through a beyond burger phase okay and then I got away from it because it's starting to the texture started kind of grossing me out and now I'm back and I'm like all in. I'm like, I can't wait to have a Beyond Burger later. Awesome oh, some soy. Some pickles. Um, is it a lot of soy? I'm not sure. And here's the thing. Soy is probably not great for you, right? Your body thinks it's estrogen. Yes. That's why men get boobies. When they eat a lot of soy? And it's oh, not, really? It does not. Oh, this is what my nutritionist, when I was doing hardcore like powerlifting stuff oh, he's yeah, like sure. do not have soy yeah oh, bradley says that quite a bit too. so yeah. don't do the soy based protein i, no, do, I do whey like, tofu based was my thing protein so, wave whey i do oh, whey, whey protein supplements yeah um and the thing is it's not any fewer calories i don't think than a burger uh it's just if you don't want to eat meat okay so what is in it sue me sue me susie, susie. I'm trying to look yeah, at like an impossible yeah, burger. Excuse us, guys. You, uh, yeah, you listeners, guys if you can handle yourself. the radio show, yeah, we're going to yeah, look yeah, up that. Yeah, it's fine. Um, uh, the impossible burger has 240 calories. Yeah, see? The, an 80% lean ground beef has 287. But yeah, if you do like 90% lean, that's only got 199 calories. Uh, the impossible burger has 14 grams of fat. 80% has 22. The 90% lean ground beef has 11. Nine carbs in the Impossible Burger, zero in the lean ground beef, zero in the uh, in the eighty, zero in the ninety. Protein, the Impossible Burger has nineteen, so too the eighty percent lean ground beef, ninety percent has twenty two point six. I guess it is really just the omission of the meat. There's no other. It is soy. There's water, okay. soy. There's coconut oil, sunflower oil, uh, potato protein. Some words I can't pronounce yeast yeah. hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen Hanna, mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson rain wilson amor tolls you name it they come they share new episodes of you are what you read drop every tuesday on apple spotify or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Tract. A yeasty. Dextrose. Yeah, I'm going to maybe not eat any more of this. Oh, I'm sorry. No, One of the right. greatest this burgers is... I've ever eaten in my whole life was a Beyond Burger so or good. Impossible Burger. I and it, I was, yeah. I, wait, where was I? Oh, I remember. First class, hmm. flying in the skies, served this burger, cheese that was so perfectly melted onto it. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Crave has a really good one, too. You had to hear this guy go off on this burger. He acted like it was... When you say this guy, do you mean Steve? Yes. Okay. It was divine. (laughs) It was one of the greatest burgers I've ever had. And again, that might be because I was... Hungry? Intoxicated by first class. Yeah. Just the experience of being there. But I'm telling you, the bite... I bit into that burger and was like... This is even better than the time I saw that guy's sandwich in first class. This is great. Oh. I'm loving this burger. Oh, what a burger. I think you could. You should have it like once a week or something. The soy. What, Fly Delta? No, I'm talking to Donna. Well. <laughs> yeah, soy I'll just do thing, The Beyond Burger. Like, the soy thing is if you consistently eat soy every day, it will mess. Your body thinks it's estrogen. Right. So, but you like just, estrogen, right? Isn't estrogen good for a lady? I have low testosterone. Yes, I do have a lack of estrogen, which is why I have the flab- the flabalage. Flabalage. Cotton candy. Yes, but hair. if you, yeah, it just messes, you know, it just, for men, it's not a great thing. Yeah, and you don't want a lot if of If you're estrogen. trying to, yeah. Not be out of whack. Yeah, you don't want to walk around with boobies. Men say an average of 1,000 insulting things to themselves every year. Women say 1,460. Yeah, let's stop that. Let's stop talking mean to ourselves. We say three to four mean things a day. Yeah, you're right. We're going to take a break and we're going to come back and it's Throwback Thursday Music Trivia, 90s edition. Donna in the hot seat. Let's play next. You okay over there, buddy? I'm just doing my vocal exercises oh, before I host great. a game show. All right. <laughs> All right, you ready for this? I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's rewind, shall we? Shall we? Donna and Steve present Throwback Thursday. We need to go back in time. We got to go old school. Any questions about the old days? Why, yes, there are. It's time for Steve Patterson to quiz longtime radio disc jockey Donna Valentine on Old School Tunes. Well, this just sounds like a blast to me. Steve. Watch out. Throw it back, yeah? Every week it's a little bit different here. We like to... Variety is the spice of life, mm-hmm. right? Sure. So we mix things up in terms of how we do the quizzes, what decades we do the quizzes in, etc. Today will be a multiple choice. Okay. It will be based on the decade that is the 1990s. Multiple choice, huh? Multiple choice. Okay. You care to offer your critique? Nope. Whatever you want to do, Steve. You're my boo. (laughs) I'm ready. Cue the music, please, Don. Which singer did Billboard name the artist of the decade in the 90s? Mm -hmm. Was it Selena, Mm -hmm. Mariah Carey, or was it Jonathan Bonathan Joby? I'm going to give it to Mariah. Thank you. 
Tony, you are absolutely right. Congratulations. Thank you. You did it. Woo! One down. I don't know. December of 1999. Mariah Carey was named by Billboard as the artist of the decade, beating John Bon Jovi and Selena. Okay, thank you. To the music. And everybody else. And all the other recording artists. Which British group was the most commercially successful in North America in the 90s? I should note, North America, if you're a stickler for the rules, includes Canada. Yes, okay. Was it the Spice Girls? Was it Oasis? Or was it the Stone Roses? What was the question? Thank you so much. Which British group was the most commercially successful? in North America in the 1990s. I'm gonna give it to, I think, Oasis. I think. You're absolutely wrong. Oh, man. The Spice Girls. Okay, I'm one for one. They became the biggest pop success import from Britannia since the Beatles. Okay. Cue the music. Thank you, Donna, good addition. In what year did Whitney Houston top the charts with her cover of I Will Always Love You? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was it 1990? Mm-hmm. Was it 1993? Mm-mm. Was it 1992? In what year did, did Whitney Houston top, top the, the charts, charts with her cover of the song I Will Always Love You? Okay. By Dolly Parton. So, I think the key phrasing there is top the charts the top the charts uh, so 90 93 or 92 90 thank you you're absolutely wrong one for three so far 92 1992 was the year that whitney topped the charts with her cover and that's how you cover a song right dolly if you hear dolly's in a vacuum you're like what a beautiful song this mm-hmm. is and then Whitney came in. I tell you what, Whitney Houston. Have we ever, ever heard another vocalist like Whitney Houston? No. Who can blow you away Celine? with Dion. their vocals. Yeah, Celine's pretty close. Celine is close. Kelly's th- pretty good. Kelly's not in the same caliber. Mariah. And that's no Mariah. disrespect to Kelly Clarkson. Mm. Mariah. I, I think she is in the same <laughs> caliber, Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, I, I disagree, but... Christina. That's room for disagreement. Christina. No. She's good. <laughs> See, I feel like even as we mention these names, even with Celine, and Celine, by the way, Celine, the David Foster documentary, Hitmaker or whatever it was called, that's good because there's a part where I believe he talks about Whitney Houston, and then there's a whole Celine Dion part as well, and it's pretty remarkable. But And they are really otherworldly with their vocals. Again, no disrespect to any of the other names that we mentioned. Okay. Cue the music. The aforementioned Mariah Carey collaborated with who to perform the song One Sweet Day, which became a number one hit. Was it Janet Jackson? Was it Boys to Men? Was it Escape? Who did Mariah Carey collaborate with on the number one hit from the 90s, One Sweet Day? Boys to Men. You are right, Donna. You're back. Yay, You're back. You're doing great. Too. I do not want to share the room with any other women. That's how you know that. 
Oh. Right. Didn't bring yes. Whitney in on it. Mm. Yeah. Boy, that was a great song, though. Oh, my word. I used to, I've listened to that song probably 500 times in my life. Mm. Cue the music. Double J, Janet Jackson's eponymous album, Janet, sold how many copies? 5 million, 10 million, or 20 million? How many copies did Janet Jackson's eponymous album, Janet, sell in the 90s? 5 million, 10 million, 20 million. 20 million, Bob. Thank you. You're absolutely right, Donna. Janet Jackson's album, Janet, sold over 20 million copies. She released this album after signing a contract with the record label Virgin Records. Yes, Yes, indeed. Cue the music. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. Okay. (laughs) See, a lot of people don't realize the pressure. Oh, yeah. Of being the music cure. (laughs) Who's multitasking. Yes. Which song by the Rolling Stones resurfaced into the charts after being featured in a television series in the 90s? Was it Brown Sugar, Painted Black, or Angie? Uh, I love Angie. I'm going to say Painted Black final. Bye. Absolutely right, Donna. Yes. What was the TV show? It was featured in the show Tour of Duty. I see a red door and I want to paint it black. Bravo. Bravo. Oh my God, is Mick Jagger here? (laughs) Cue the music. Which album was released by Billy Joel in 1993? I was 10. And as of now, is his final rock pop album. Was it River of Dreams? 52nd Street? Or Cold Spring Harbor? It was either River of Dreams. That sounds like a Springsteen album. River of Dreams. What was it, 52nd Street? By the way, Streets of Philadelphia, Bruce Springsteen, what a song, right? Yes. Yeah, so oh, good. my word. 52nd Street, is that the name of the... Is that... 52nd Street, River of Dreams, or Cold Spring Harbor? Which was uh, an album released by Billy Joel in 1993, and as of now, is his final rock pop album. 52nd Street. You are wrong, Donna. Yeah, I thought so. It was River of Dreams. Dang, doesn't that sound like a Springsteen album? It certainly does. This album presents themes much more serious than its previous albums. That'd be a fun game to play. Uh, Is this just a melodramatic phrase... Or a Springsteen album. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, is this a generic uh, bot that came up with this album title? Right. right. Is this a Springsteen album name generator or an actual <laughs> right. Springsteen album? Right. Darn it. Cue the music. The song I'll Be Missing You mm-hmm. is a tribute to Frankie Valley, Christopher Wallace, or Linda Eastman. The song I'll Be Missing You which came out in the 90s, is a tribute to Frankie Valli, Christopher Wallace, or Linda Eastman. I'm going to say Linda Eastman. Now, you are wrong. Okay. And I want to tell you that. Okay. We referenced yesterday Gordon Sumner, a.k.a. Sting, Sting. came up. Mm -hmm. And I said, when this came up, 
I said, you know, I'm much, uh, I was a bigger fan of the P. Diddy version when he sampled Every Step You Take, whatever the mm -hmm. Sting song yeah, was called. Yeah, yeah. And he dedicated it to Every Breath You Take. And he dedicated it to... One of the people on this list, Frankie Valley, or Christopher Wallace. Frankie Valley. You are incorrect. Christopher Wallace, a.k.a. The Notorious B.I.G. Puff Daddy and Faith Evans released the song the 27th of May, 1997, as a tribute to Biggie, who had been murdered more than two months prior. Smash hit back in 1997. All right, dude. Fine. And finally... Cue the music one last time. Which song was the Bare Naked Ladies debut song? <laughs> Brian Wilson? Oh, yeah. Be My Yoko Ono? Wilson! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or If I Had a Million Dollars? I wonder if Brian Wilson is a song of theirs that came out. Which song was the Bare Naked Ladies' debut song? Okay, I'm just going to take a shot in the dark, and I am going to say it was If I Had a Million Dollars. You are uh, incorrect. I just made you say underwear. Um, I hate that group. It was Be My Yoko Ono. Oh, wow. Yes, it was released in February of 1992. Wow. Like Did that. you know that uh, Yoko Ono, her last name wasn't Ono? No. No. Oh, no? No. Um, Get it? <laughs> so whenever John would tell the rest of the Beatles that she was coming to band, band practice. Yeah, they loved that. Really? They would say, oh, oh no. 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 Shut up. That is That's me. a joke. Done. <laughs> Done. Yes, uh, that was from Ross Brendel, who filled in this morning. He actually got me really good with that dad joke on the Krabby Coffee. That is the best. Wow. Yeah. My word. Yoko. She's a hanger And on. it's better. He said it's even better when the person says, oh, no, as their response, which you yes. did it. You did it, buddy. You did it, buddy. I fell into Ross's yeah. trap. I am a fly. He is the spider. That's hilarious. He's going to eat my body. Oh, man. We'll take a break. Uh, when we come back, Donna yeah, pushes like... back on some public tax evasion charges that have been lobbed. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> That's I misread crazy. that. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong file. Yeah. We'll handle that later. Uh, when we come back, there were three <laughs> songs by Michael Jackson that have been scrubbed from all streaming services. What? Because there are some folks out there saying that wasn't Michael singing that. A bizarre story. We'll get to the bottom of it. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Good morning. Welcome back. It's the final stretch of the Donna and Steve extravaganza on my talk 1071. We're talking fun. So fun, man. So fun. Uh, let me give a quick poll update before we get to the Michael Jackson story. Okay. We asked on our social media. Uh, it was on my social media. Donna claims it was just a ploy to get more followers. It, it was, was clickbait. Uh, poll question for you for our state fair shirt which shirt would you wear a shirt that says you're my best friend or a shirt that says thanks for asking so far uh, I've gotten a little, about 730 votes in so far 
Overwhelming. Donna Valentine, your choice of thanks for asking, a clear-cut winner, 71%, 519 of the votes, 212 votes have gotten uh, gone for You're My Best Friend. Okay. There it is. Yes, I'm a big loser. Well, maybe you can put You're My Best Friend on the back. Oh. Mm-mm. Steve, maybe we'll just make shirts for ourselves that say that. Oh. Out of puffy paint. Yeah. What could it oh. cost? 20 bucks? Oh. No, we're homemade. talking. Puffy paint. Yeah, puffy <laughs> paint. It's $5. And just take a t-shirt you don't like and turn it inside out. <laughs> Go to the craft store. <laughs> oh, my God. You've been hanging out with Lex too long. <laughs> Some people also requested... Uh, ever heard of them? We got a few people just sending me messages for that. For you're my buddy Boo. Somebody clump, else said clump. I don't like butt stuff from this yes. morning. Oh, yes. yeah, that's great. Oh. I would wear it. Yeah, I so. would wear it. Okay. It's like a warning. Hey, yeah. I don't like butt stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my, my god. Gracious. Anyway, oh, you're my buddy Boo is another. Yeah, it's yeah. fun because we're people. You know. Oh. Right. People really like Ever Heard of It. <laughs> I saw an interesting article this morning. <laughs> Cliff made the cut. Okay. It just says Cliff, period. Just that'd be, see, now that's a funny shirt. That's <laughs> inside baseball. present. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, three Michael Jackson songs have been removed from streaming services following persistent claims that they feature faked vocals. What? Saw the song Bubakudak. I'm sorry. I saw this on BBC.com. Monster, Keep Your Head Up, and Breaking News, all featured on the posthumous 2010 compilation album, Michael, apparently are, have been taken down from streaming services because people were saying, no, that's not really Michael's voice. In a statement, they described the action as the simplest and best way to move beyond the conversation associated with these three tracks once and for all. They uh, continue, the focus remains where it belongs on the exciting new and existing projects celebrating Michael Jackson's legacy, including the Broadway musical MJ and a recently announced biopic. The album's remaining tracks do remain available. One of the songs, Monster, uh, features... That's a good... I remember that. 50 Cent. Right. And then I listened to a little bit of it just now, and it does not sound like Michael Jackson, but I don't know that it's safe for us to play. So if you want to look it up, you can look up the song Monster. (laughs) <laughs> featuring 50 Cent. It's on YouTube. Oh. Do you act like this in front of your kids? Even, I, you know, Donna, ah, here's the difference He's between you and me. That's what that was. Sorry, yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. I do act like this in front of my kids and probably even weirder, <laughs> whereas you, on the flip side... People think you've gotten weirder on the air over the last, I don't know, four and a half years. Find the variable. But you're even weirder, decidedly weirder during the commercial breaks or just in office time with things that you say. And people (laughs) see like people didn't just see you right now making a bully face at me, sticking your tongue out at me. She does this all the time. And then the emailers write in and say, oh, Steve, take it easy on dear Donna. Oh, come off it. And you're nuts. You're psycho, too. You sing so much. You sing some on air. Your your weirdest moments are during the commercial breaks. My weirdest moments are on this radio show, but probably even more so like downstairs 
in the living room. <laughs> so okay. this is your presentational weirdness. Yes. And your home weirdness is, who even knows what that is. It's Maybe just, we can get Scooty to secretly video you at some Scooty point. Scooty out of this! Scooty! <laughs> Give me a call. You know what Scooty and I should do, though? I thought about this. And then uh, my sister, Janie, it's a real family affair here. She said, oh, are you guys going to do this? You know, I was taking videos of my clang and bang sessions where people were getting extremely motivated <laughs> by my workout videos that I one time thought my wife was calling them juicy. And she then took her toothbrush out and said, no, douchey. So she doesn't <laughs> like them. And so that made me want to take even more yeah. videos and just post them for her and mention her. But then I thought, Scooty and I, we should be videoing each other. We should be oh getting God, some do you sweet ever just shots. Do something for yourself without documenting it. You know, yeah, this, this, all of this is for himself. This is the Thank Madonna's you. truth or dare. When what's his face? Who was the guy? Alejandro. With, Alejandro. With, no, the guy oh. with um, Fade Dunaway. Oh, Shirley McLean's brother. Uh, oh. Richard Gere? Oh, yeah, no, Shirley MacLaine's no. brother. Oh, God. Come on. He was dating Madonna during that. It's coming. It's He's coming. He's an old guy. Yes. Married to Annette Benning. Yes. He was a real playboy back in the day. Until he met then Annette Benning. Yes. Biscuit. Uh, what is it? It was the, you know, uh, La La Land. Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty. There you go. We got there. Anyway, he said to her, why would you even do anything off off camera? What's the point of that? You don't, you know, like everything she did, she had to do for show. Like, just go live your life, man. Stop Donna, taking selfies. And just Donna, be... I haven't even posted a workout video. It's been months. And people, trust me, I know, because they're clamoring. Okay, okay. Check the mailbag. I mean, people want it. Donna, see, some of us also... The difference is, just to speak on behalf of people who do post some things from time to time, I try to be mindful of it, but some of us do it for fun, for the enjoyment of it as well, for creating positive things. Now, I know you're not as video uh, savvy. You don't do it as often. No, you don't do it as often. So you're, you know, it seems like a chore. Hannah busts in the room and I'm like, yo, what are we doing? And you're like, Hannah, no. I was like, get Get out out of here. here. Send me a text and let me know I'm going to be on camera. So, yeah, I think we have a different approach. But listen, if Scooty and I were really aggressively spotting each other on, like, bench press. In fact, yesterday he was he was doing a bench press and I I stepped over him and sort of like straddled (laughs) just as a joke. Just as a joke. Did he push harder to make it end? No, I got to get this done. So he hadn't lifted it yet. He hadn't lifted it yet. So I squatted over him. Right. You know, you Donna, look alike. You do look alike. I noticed he has the same smile, and then as more as he talked more, it's like, well, his eyes are the same, too. Debo and I got a, um, a guest pass if you want to meet Scooty and I for a clang and bang session Never. this afternoon. About three, about three o'clock. Oh. We could get in the hot tub after, Ew. get a soak. Donna, it's a, get in a hot tub with you. It's <laughs> a huge hot tub. Not there are two of them. Happen. It's good for your muscles. Okay, we're going to take a break, (laughs) whatever.